When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Love is the law on election day here at the Lori and Julia election headquarters. Yeah, we're <laughs> counting right. the ballots as we speak. Yes. <laughs> We want to get your political takes all afternoon. Actually, no. We'll no. get no political takes ever on this show because we like to just kind of distract and entertain and yeah. laugh and do, smile. Do all those things. Yes. Well, listen, it is a big day in America, and there's a lot of people that are anxious, excited, nervous, whatever, you know, wringing their hands. And I know um, I... Uh, uh, was talking to my mom and I said, is the TV on or off? She said, right. it is off. It yeah. is just way too early. I'm going to watch Young and the Restless. And then she told me she was going to watch General Hospital, I believe, because they're doing a time traveling back to the 1920s. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> she just heard about it. She might. She thought she might check it out. And then um, here's, we can call this erection interference, you oh, guys. Oh, I have that story. Because yep. Pornhub... <laughs> If you're going to use Pornhub today, literally nothing is safe from politics these days. Pornhub is allowing only those who have voted to enter the site on uh, election day. You have to vote or lie. That you voted. Yeah, the, it's part of the give a bleep to get a bleep uh, because uh, Pornhub attracts more than 95% of eligible voters, according to them. Wow. <laughs> well, they they did say at the bottom of the reason. And they give you links to I you know. Know, your nearest polling station. They're being real helpful. They are not running. Erect, they are, I guess, lightly erection interference, but oh, you could gosh. just lie and say you voted. Exactly. Just like you lie and say you're 18. Mm-hmm. You know, because they ask that, too. Don't ask me how I know. Well, that's so nice. I know. Don't ask me how I know that, the answer to that question. But all the celebrities are out there, you know, with Everyone. their I voted stickers, and everybody is doing that. And um, the new word, the, the new buzzword uh-huh. for this year's election, patience. Patience. Mm-hmm. It's going to take, we don't know. We yeah. don't know. That's the, the, according to somebody. That's today's Here, buzzword. Here's how I just settled my... I've only taken two tums today, and I slept great last night. That's so, nice. I've anyway. already been to the doctor. Oh, myself, so see, personally. look at that. There you go. <laughs> Rocco, you got any you medical got any? updates for us? <laughs> no. Really? We'll go around the horn here. I actually gave blood this morning. I, needed, I just needed to get away and, you know, good, distract and good do something for you. good. Yeah. That is good for really you. great. Well, <laughs> I went and did retail therapy at the reopened TJ Maxx on University in Midway. 
so happy to see Shirley and some of the other ladies. Lori's a regular. Oh, you do, Rocco, some of these people worked at <laughs> regular her shop, Regular workers? She is, but they worked at her her oh, store right next door. that closed, and then they moved over to TJ Maxx. And they've Max. been closed since June, and they reopened on Thursday, and the only noticeable change was, you know, the dressing rooms aren't open. Mm-hmm. So you have to take stuff home and try And the plastic out. when you check out. Uh-huh. Yeah, the plastic, yep. but it was... I couldn't have been happier wandering around in my cart. I've needed an egg slicer for like three months. Those are not easy to find. They no, used they to aren't. carry them at Lund's. Not anymore. Buying little presents, buying a shower liner, looking for something for oh, Casey. I, need one of those. I mean, it just like it's nice. Your mom and I both love wander shopping at that TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, it just felt like I, it was somewhat normal. Yeah, somewhat normal. And it, I was just glad to be back in that store and just mm-hmm. uh, I had returned a cute pair of really, really, really cute Cole Han um, shoes, uh, a half boot, like a pointed with right. a great heel on it. Not too much, like less than two inches. So cute. They didn't fit. They pinched my toe. So somebody's going to score getting those things because they were like. All the, like I feel like all you do is order or buy the wrong things because I've ended oh, yeah. up with two pair of her cut jeans. One of them not on sale. Right. One of them a good price. Right. The KUT brand, which is so great. Um, For some reason, I'm ordering petites. Yes. My crotch doesn't fit in a petite <laughs> pant. It fits in a petite top. But my triangle Your arms love, wouldn't fit in a petite top. Well, not really. They, I have to be careful. Yeah, be, you've got long I've got long, gangly arms. Yep. But the triangle of love does not fit in a petite pant. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> it's cut. You know, she's got a higher cut. Okay. I, yeah, you there's know? more body there. I don't have a petite. Um, this is weird. I know. I know. You're just not petite. <laughs> I'm not. And I keep you're buying little. petite jeans. You're, t- you're little. You're thin. But you're not petite. In length. Petite is length. Yes. That's all petite you have long is. long legs. Yes. Okay, petite gotcha. is length 100%. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and size is weight, you know, whatever, that, right. whatever that is. So, yeah, no, I've really been on a roll. I got that. into the, I dipped back into the Queen's Gambit this morning because I couldn't watch any of the news mm-hmm. programs because mm-hmm. they're all, dude, I just all blah, blah, blah. It's, we'll hear that tonight, mm-hmm. you know, when we're ready. And so, wow. What episode are you I'm on? I'm on like five. Um, there's only like seven or eight. She just got back from Paris. Oh. Mm-hmm. The clothes, the clothes, and the music. And the, it's so Rocco. This is a good show. You're gonna I like almost it. Almost watched today. I know I had to choose something when I was giving blood, and I went with Sherlock. Oh, because you want to watch the Queen's Gambit, I think, with your lady. Okay, I think so too. I feel like that is a show you both will enjoy. It's a couple. Show. I I agree. It's okay. Some, it, I, and there's I, only seven, right? Seven, seven or eight. Oh, okay. and I would be, yeah, I know. I would be. I would have been mad. Like Casey, he will watch shows, but he knows it's like you won't watch them. That I won't watch right. it, or I won't really like it. You know. But I mean, Mister, almost every day is like a Saturday. <laughs> Jeez. And we're just having all these Thursdays. Right. <laughs> 
No, but uh, anyway, yeah, so sometimes, you know, and of course, I have a plethora of my own shows. You like do. Filthy Rich right now. Is that guy? I deleted them all. Oh, you that did? That was the the Monday night show with... Um, Kim Cattrall. Yeah, it's I deleted them all. It's good and soapy, and I think you can see it on demand. Right. You know, as far as that goes, but yeah, I really do. Ha- I mean, I watch Swamp Thing. I got all my What's CW. What's that? It's a CW show. It's Swamp Thing is from the, I think... Isn't it the Marvel Universe, Racco? Swamp Thing. I want to say, is that Troma or something? You really do dip into Oh, yeah. It's just trash. Oh, yeah. Lori just, just says trash. Complete. <laughs> I just, but I know what's going DC. on in all the talk DC, shows. Like. Oh, DC. Is it DC? Yeah. Okay. okay, but most importantly. I am the talk show host who knows what all the talk show hosts There you are go. About. Cher was on Stephen Colbert last night just looking fabulous and she is a song happiness is a thing called joe and she performed it and then tracy chapman brocco did you see her i did and i grabbed yeah, some okay yeah we've got that now she did you say share share was on because with... i had a, a brilliant idea last night what because what? we were talking yesterday about how she's not in the rock and roll hall of fame yeah right maybe we should make that a station initiative Get Cher into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Well, we're going to have to ask Cher about that after the election. Because she has famously talked about the diss of her not being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And she said, but in more colorful language, she doesn't care. I don't need a bleeping hall to rock. She's kind of made her peace with it. But yeah. Rocco, it certainly, Rocco. we're going to need something to do in the gloom of the winter. <laughs> yes. And we could get behind it. Right now, we'd like to get anyone who enjoyed watching War of the Worlds last night. If you enjoyed that performance, thank you, David, from First Equity. He donated an additional $5,000, and we still are taking donations for Springboard for the art. So if you just enjoyed it, maybe you just pay what you would have paid to go to a movie, and we've got four great charities, and ours is Springboard for the Arts for all the... uh, you know, people in the creative communities that are not working right now. So their emergency relief fund. You just go to my talk keyword donate to get to that thing. But I think, you know, we heard again, uh, people on social media, they watched it that hadn't, you know, bought a ticket over right. the weekend and they enjoyed it. So anyway, thank you, David. All right. Listen, when we come back. It's our well, we got two stories we can't get enough of. All right, peeps. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Election Day Tuesday. People are saying this is the most stressful day of the year. Just take a big breath. Sit back. Let's have some laughs. Let's talk some gossip. That's right. Trust the process. Trust the process. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. Okay, so uh, I thought this was just like an unbelievable boss divorce move to do on election day. Erica Jane, otherwise known as Erica Girardi from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, files for divorce from her high-powered Divorce attorney, husband, Tom Girardi, who's 81. Yes. They were married 21 years. uh, uh, And uh, they split. She filed Let It Be Known today on Election Day, which is brilliant. That's even better than the Friday Friday. after 5 o'clock divorce that we usually get out of celebrities. Because this will be... Over by it'll be it's already basically will be forgotten. Yep. After we're done yakking about it. And and there Tom Girardi was um the attorney in the famous case where Julia Roberts won the Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, Academy Award about the bad water in California. But he didn't play he wasn't wasn't the the screen. He wasn't portrayed by whatever that actor's name who was helping her, but he was the he 
was that the law the firm, law firm. that did it. And yep. he's very like, I mean, Erica's they own two jets. Yes. She admitted on the show like three years ago on the Beverly Hills Housewife, she was having a real moment Mm -hmm. with somebody and just kind of admitted that one of the, because she's 49 49 and and he's he's 81. 81, Right. And he wouldn't be on the show very often, but he honestly looks like her grandfather or maybe 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and and I don't know what happens, but it seems like after people turn 80, they really do shrink and start to look older. It's just like just something that's just inevitable. That's the, that's the cutoff. There's just a, 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 a I don't know, a fra- not a frailty, but I don't know, something happens. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So she was confessing that they did not, she did not have a prenup because she was a waitress at a famous Beverly Hills uh High-end restaurant, uh-huh. Chessons. Yep, in West Hollywood. And that's where she met him. And she was a hostess. She was a single mom, had one kid. And he wooed her. And, of course, he would have been, you know... Um, 30 years older than 33 her. years older. Yep. So do the math, 24 and 33. Mm-hmm. He was a virile stud of a lawyer with mm-hmm. all this money. And she fell for him. And they were together 21 years. Right. This also, and I just, she said, she said, I get tired of explaining to people, because basically what people are asking her is, how do you two have a sex life? Right. Because she is quite, you know, beautiful and sexual, sexual feeling and her show, yes. her Erica Jane performance. And right. at 40, I mean, she's just, she's doing this at the right time. Cause she's almost at the bleep at fifties, which are right. so much fun. She's going to have a divorce settlement, be horny and 50 and single and Beverly Hills. And when, and, but she said, I get tired of that because we are really, we love each other. And maybe that's not such a big part of our life anymore. Right. Is kind of what she said. But she's people what do you th- basically want to know how can you be attracted to him? Well, that's just such a horrible thing to say. But but here's what I but wonder. That would be exhausting. Yes, that would be exhausting. About being married but to somebody why do you think? Older. Okay, so I was reading all the. And she decided to end it. She made that clear yes. in her announcement. She requests, she says, this is not a step taken lightly or easy. I have great love and respect for Tom and for our years and the lives we built together. It is my absolute wish to proceed through this process with respect and with privacy that both of us deserve. I request other give us privacy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the, the usual. Yeah, but here's, was... here's what I want to know, Lori. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know my reasons, but I mean, you would really have to really sit and think because here, you know, you met him. He was 57. You were 24, 23 or 24, whatever. Yeah. And he's this rural, hot, big attorney. Your life changes overnight, kind of. It did. Overnight, you've got, you know, and you are money. He's kind and... of a sugar daddy, if you will. And so then you've been with him for 21 years and now he's old and you're saying bye-bye. I mean, that has to be a really painful process to say. More I, for him than her. Well, right. And, but but even to do that to someone you love. Yes, I know. At 80. Yeah, no, I, I, I am sure. But he. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you watch the show this year, the couple times he was on, it, he had almost the like a father-daughter. It did it feel, feel that way. It felt that way. And I remember you and I talked about it. We're like, there is no sexy time between those two. And when you're 49 and you're thinking, I could live another 40 years. Right. That seems like you're staring down a long, dark, lonely, sexless tunnel. And I kind of even feel if I was Tom because of, and maybe I'm just saying this, maybe just said, you know what, honey, I love you. Yeah. It's go. I'm, I'm old. You're not getting a jet and I'll write you a check for. Exactly. They didn't have a prenup. No. So um, that's good for her. It's good for her. And she said he was because people would always say, did you have a prenup? And she's like, he's the smartest attorney. He's so wise. He could walk through the prenup and figure out how to break it. So, no, we never had one. Yeah. So I hope there's kindness between the two. And she's not breaking his heart. This is a way to keep her diamond. Um, Talk about getting the contract renewed. If Erica was in contract renewals, she will, because she's had no story for two years. So now she's got a story next year, the free and single Erica Girardi. Erica Jane. Oh, Erica Jane. Yeah. Okay, one one little thing. Uh, I asked Holly to post this um, on our show page. We've been so excited about this, but of course, we were like, okay, the show doesn't even debut until... Christmas Day, but Netflix <laughs> Why not get ready now? Let's get ready now. Uh, Netflix released the full trailer of their first Shonda Rhimes collaboration, and it's called Bridgerton. Bridgerton, and it is basically Gossip Girl meets Pride and Prejudice, because here's the premise. It's based on a series of historical romance novels by Julie Quinn. Right. Julia Quinn. And it's a period drama set in England, 1811-1820. So instead of headbands like I've Waldorf, read this author. Yeah, top coats, petticoats, uh, bodice rippers. Yes, it's straight out of Jane uh, Austen. And the plot follows Daphne Bridgerton, the oldest daughter of the powerful Bridgerton family, as she makes her debut in London society and searches for a husband. And there's this mysterious lady Whistledown that narrates the whole thing, much like Gossip Girl, and it's voiced by Julie Andrews. And she is a gossip sheet that she leaves little tantalizing clues in. So it just, I mean, we posted it. There's no way if you love period dramas. Oh, no, this, this is, is This is going to be a huge hit. I mean, ABC must be kicking themselves right now. They they didn't give Shonda Rhimes the extra ticket to get in for her family to get into Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seriously is exciting. Rocco, I know this might not be your cup of tea, but I am telling you. (laughs) People are going to be excited. Now, it's is it a series, Lori, or just a movie? It is a series. Oh, how many does it say? Well, the books. I mean, there's there's a million books. books. She could be doing. Kind of like um, the our, not the crown, but no, the other one. Other, uh, What's our one with? Um, 
Oh, come on. Um, Claire. Oh, Outlander. Outlander. Yes. Because there's like eight books yes, it in, could be like in that, that um, collection. And uh, it's got colorblind casting, and Shonda Rhimes was deliberate in that. She just wanted to paint a diverse picture of 19th century England. And We um, posted... Oh, the, you got to look at it. The it trailer looks so, looks so good. So, And Gossip Girl is Julie Andrews, 19th century style. Oh, we're going to love it. Mark your calendars. <laughs> What's Christmas Day? This Christmas Day. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with Larry Farr, our gardening expert. Oh, you guys, you know, it, we got lucky that it got warm this week in time because it's time to maybe do our winter planters, our window boxes, our outdoor planters. And we have with us the home and garden expert from KSTP, Larry Farr, who is also the owner of Leap Retail Consulting, a farmer. Larry! By... How are you, ladies? Fantastic man. That was too long of an introduction. I had to interrupt her. Really, you know why you're here, Larry? Popular demand. After you were on and giving us our fall... You were so inspirational fall planting. fall planting and getting things in the ground. I mean, you wouldn't believe how many emails we got. People just loved your We love tips. you. Oh, that I mean, that's that's so good to hear. I love hearing that. Thank you. I know. Now we're mad at ourselves that we only would take advantage of you once and a year at the and fair. Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Labor Day at the state fair where I would have to carry you through the end of the fair. Would, and bring us gifts, no oh, less. We right. were really demanding. Larry, we're getting a gift this week. With we, the warm with weather. With the warm weather through Saturday. So let's Let's start with, is there anything that we could be doing outside? Like, is it too late to plant tulips or is there any outside work? Because we've got beautiful weather to get our hands in the ground. Well, if you have if you have tulips and daffodils and crocus and all that stuff to get into the ground, you absolutely can do that now. Okay. Um, it might, it would probably be good to put some leaves over, over it, it for a little bit of insulation. Okay. Um, the snow, the snow that we got... Um, I had almost 11 inches where I live, wow. um, threw a lot of people off. If you have shrubs or perennials that you bought but didn't get in the ground, you can still do that. Make sure you water them really well once they're in the ground. Okay. Um, I planted garlic the day before it snowed, but I'm going to go plant some more. That I'm probably going to do it tomorrow or the next day. So you can still plant garlic, which is also a bulb. So there are things you can be doing, but you really want to be in the home stretch here, getting hoses put away, getting yes. leaves raked up, getting all that cleanup done, but you can definitely still do some planting. Yeah, okay. and do you like to, do you recommend like with the hydrangea and peonies, do you cut off all that, the, 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 extra, the, stuff. the extra stuff? Cut no, everything back? I wait until spring. I wait until spring and cut everything back. Um, I do rake I rake some of the lawn, but in my perennials and shrubs, I leave the leaves because there's a lot of uh, beneficial insects that lay their eggs on the stems and leaves of, say, those peonies, grasses, um, anything like that. So you leave all of that. The other thing, like hydrangeas especially, they add so much winter interest to the landscape. They do. You know, those big heads uh, catch the snow. They stick out over the snow. So I leave everything. I go out there in the spring after several warm days, and I cut everything back then. I am so I've had an, a running argument. Some years I win, some years my husband wins, but he chops it all off. And I love those snowball hydrangeas. And I'm so mad that he chops them all down. Now I got. Now we know. Now we know. You just have him call me, and we'll set the record straight. <laughs> I I'm glad to know this too. So um. 
Okay, so if we, every year I seem to do something wrong in my winter pots with my um, my pine evergreens. evergreens, and I don't spray them right because they always turn brown. So tell people, what is the trick to making sure when you're planting your winter pots that they last the whole winter? Well, the first thing, and I'm guilty of not doing this, the first thing is, especially with spruce tops, buy them before you need them. Uh-huh. Throw, make a fresh cut on the bottom like you would on a Christmas tree. So take maybe an inch, of the, an inch off the bottom, throw them in a bucket of water like you do, again, for a Christmas tree, and let them sit in the water for 24 hours so they hydrate. Um, that it makes a huge difference. I, you should do that with your um, balsam boughs, your um, spruce tops, your Fraser fir boughs, your white pine, any of your evergreens. Have them take up water so they get really good hydrated. And then once you have your whole creation put together, you can get sprays that are anti-desiccants, which you can also use these on evergreens in your yard. Um, you spray this on them. That helps hold. It helps seal them and hold in the moisture. So. If you have arborvitaes in your yard that you've planted that maybe turn brown in spots, you can spray them as well. But those are the two biggest things to help them from uh, turning brown. And the other thing is keep them well watered until the ground freezes. So if you do them the next few days, your evergreen pots, yep. water them well, and then every couple of days, water them again. They are going to keep taking up some water if you make that fresh cut. I okay. can't believe, I never knew this. Never thought of and that. And to soak so them in water. Sense. Well, you need a saw or you need a little thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need a, good, a good sharp pruner. It's, right. you, you think about them just like you would a fresh Christmas tree. You want them to take up water. Okay, Larry, let okay. me ask you this. Do the garden centers, do they have our this the evergreen stuff do they have them right now uh yes they are the spruce tops are coming in i the other evergreen boughs are starting to come in i'm thinking by the weekend yeah. probably everybody will have all the stuff and they'll have the oh the eucalyptus and the pine cones on a stick and the right. uh, mahogany pods and lotus pods all those things that you want to stick in there they should have them by the weekend um, so perfect time to get that task done. Yeah, because well, I've, I've always ended up doing this and been cold. Yes. Kind of shivering well, he, and freezing while I've been doing this and thinking, why didn't I do this earlier? But we kind of got a gift of a fall week here. And I can't tell you how many times I have had to go take my big stock pot, put it on the stove, get the water <laughs> boiling, carefully carrying it outside, dumping it into the frozen pot, yeah, right. waiting for two hours for it to thaw the soil enough that I could stick my pot, my spruce tops yeah, in there. Right. So I'm guilty of that as well. Yeah. Okay, the bucket of water is just such a smart idea. And think of it as a Christmas tree. I guess that's just yeah, something right. I never yep. thought of before. I love it. All right, so what what other things? Because you're talking like vegetables, should we or indoor plants? What should we be doing right well, now? Okay, on in your indoor plants, here's the thing you should do two or three times a year. And I always say the same time you know you move your clocks forward or back, check your smoke alarms, and also take your house plants when they need watering and put them in the shower. Um, put it just on warm water and give them a good rinse and get all the dust off the leaves. Especially now, our houses have less light. And our plants are dusty. Get the dust off of them, and that helps them get through the winter months because they can take in more uh, light. Um, so put oh them in the gosh. shower. Give them give them a good rinse. I do that. You know, I try to. I say I'll do it three times a year, but I generally end up doing it twice a year when I put the uh, send the clock back. Are you an hour kidding me? You take the big pot like of a fig tree and you put it in the shower and run warm water on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I take the shower head. Why is acting like it's off? normal? No, no. I've never I've heard never of this heard before. It's just like I was saying, like, yeah, like I can't believe it is what I, my yeah was about. Larry. But yeah, give them a good warm water. Just, you know, don't make sure it's not hot, but just right. warm water, warm to the touch, and just give them a good bath. Wash everything off. And, and also, sometimes that also helps if you have a small insect problem, like yes. spider mites or something like that. You'll wash the insects off as well. Um, but, also, yeah. I guess this would be a good warm week to, like, maybe... That one plant that has it really outgrown its pot. Transplanting. Transplant some of your house plants. Um, if they're really outgrown the pot and you don't think they're going to do well in the winter, you can transplant. But the best time to transplant is in March, right before they take off and start growing. Right now, kind of in winter in Minnesota, our goal with house plants, I think, is just keeping them alive. Okay, okay. So All right. Really, really in March is when you want to transplant, and you just want to go up one size in the right. container. The biggest mistake people take is they make is they take like a four-inch plant and put it in an eight or ten-inch container. You just want to go up one size, loosen the old soil, put new soil in around it, and um, it should do fine. So transplant in March, and that's also March and April is when you should start fertilizing your indoor plants, and you should quit fertilizing them around Labor Day. Um, okay. Again, they're they're not actively growing, so they don't need a lot of fertilizer. All right, then I'm going to ask you. I am you, dying right now. This is so I good. I'm going to ask you my burning succulent um, okay. question because I love okay. those little Same. things. I just think they're so cute, and I, I, I have, I took some from, a pot that, you know, some of them had died and I replanted them and I put them in nice, compact little containers. But how often do you really need to water a succulent? Going into the winter, you're probably going to water them maybe every three weeks, um, maybe a little bit longer. Um, more, I say this all the time, more plants are killed by overwatering yes. than underwatering, and you're far better to err on the side of keeping them drier. And I'm actually guilty. I'm guilty of overwatering as well, and I'm more guilty of it in the winter because I'm in the house more. Yeah. I'm thinking they need water more. In the summer, I kind of ignore them. They can go. Well, all my plants can go sometimes a couple of weeks without watering, and they do better then. So always err on the side of keeping them a bit drier than what you think they should be. Okay, I never. I'm going to so give some of my plants a shower tonight to take I, off some, any stress I have. That'll be a really good busy project. That's, you know what? That's you know what? That's our therapy for tonight. Go home and give your plants a bath. Yes, Larry. Oh, this God. is this is stuff I never ever heard of. I was going to transplant plot, pots right now too, Lori. Thinking that it's the and time in a little bit bigger one, but yeah, no, mine are all doing so well. Can we grow vegetables indoors in the winter? Um, you can do things like some lettuces, some um, pea shoots and stuff like that. That's really about it. You need a bright south window or a grow light to do that. But quickly on vegetable gardening, um, vegetable gardening was off the charts this uh, spring as far as people growing their own. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be like that again next year. So if you are one to order you know, tomato seeds or cabbage seeds and all that stuff online, you, you buy your seeds, you start your plants, I'm going to highly recommend you not wait until the new year to order your seeds this year, that wow. you think about getting that done around Thanksgiving, that they, seeds are going to be so hard to come by this year. And I always wait until after New Year. It's a January project to order seeds. But I'm recommending people get that done 
sooner than later because there's going to be a huge run on garden seed, vegetable seeds and flower seeds again it's, this it's year. It's kind of exciting, all these people who discovered their green thumbs and the enjoyment of getting your hands in the dirt. Exactly. And, you know, to those people who tried it this year and maybe you had some failures, I've been doing this, you know, my whole life. Every year I have failures. Don't let the failures when it comes to gardening stop you from trying it again because my biggest failures have also been my biggest learning experiences. So I've heard from people who said, I tried it. It didn't work. I'm not going to do it again. And I'm saying, try it again. You learn something. Next year it will be better for you. This is unbelievable news. Oh, Larry, it's so good to talk to you. We're going to talk to you soon again, I'm sure. We're going to talk to you once a month. Maybe. All right. That sounds good to me. Oh, okay. Larry Farr. And Larry, how do people follow you, know, follow you, you on Insta and everything? Mm-hmm. You can find me Get Growing uh, on Facebook. It's Get Growing with Larry Farr. Instagram, the same thing. Or if you use the hashtag um, Get Growing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm Ann, short for Minnesota. You can find me that way as well. And um, I'm happy to answer questions. I get lots of questions from people. I answer questions like one time a day. So if you uh, send me a question, hang tight and I'll always get back to you. Okay, you're a darling. We love you. Thank you so much for your time today, Larry. Take care, okay? Uh, all right, thank you. Oh, thank you. Wow, that was so great. Now, when we come back, Lori swears that Chris Rock is going to win all the awards. And when we come back, we're going to find out why. Sturgis song. Selling our nipples in Sturgis, and this song was. Just forget about it. Now that's a song. Selling our nipples in Sturgis. This is, listen, this is. Somebody should write that. I Mm -hmm. said to Lori when it came on Rocco, it's our song, Lori. This is the summer of 2000. Uh huh. Mm hmm. We were under our easy up outside of the laundromat, Main Street of Sturgis. And Sturgis. And Sturgis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Schlepping our nipples. And that song would be on once an hour. And we'd turn it up because we had our little radio. Right. Oh, gosh. And we couldn't stand and it. And we had our Captain Morgan. Yeah, we did. And we were ready to go every day. That song was a bit overplayed back in the We day. didn't, we didn't care. care. We, we did not. Life. It we gave us life. We didn't care. We loved it so, so much, much, and I still love it. Yeah, I do, too. Okay. Okay. It was nice to hear from Larry Farr. Those oh, are such so great good. tips. Yeah. I have notes and notes. So. Really good. Okay, so uh, the TV show that... Um, You're watching, and we aren't. <laughs> that you aren't, but you've watched previous yes. seasons. Yes, I watched one and two. Okay, yep. and Donnie and I love this show. So many people love the show. It's it's Fargo. It's on FX. It's Noah Hawley. He's... Just brilliant. There have been so many incredible iterations. And yes. it always always starts out the same. This story is mostly true. The people that have been killed, their names have been changed. You know, it's very, it's got that in common with the Coen Brothers, the Fargo movie, how that thing starts yep. out. But every season, it's, it's a, a different, different setting story. and story. And you don't have to watch them in order. Right. But for for Casey and I, FX, this has been one of the stellar shows that we watch live in real time and week mm-hmm. to week it's so good so chris rock is in it and this year 
So Kansas City is up for grab. And Chris Rock is this guy named Lloyd, and he basically is the most powerful. He's got all of the black men in Kansas City. He's a monster. 50s. Okay. 1950s. And the other competing bad criminal element in this Kansas City town are the Italians. God love her. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's the Italians, and so it's uh, Jost, Josto is the uh, head of the crime family for the Italian. Chris Rock is Lloyd. He's the head of the uh, uh, his his family, and but they're everybody is black, but he's the smartest smartest guy, and okay. of course, at the bottom of all of this is that you know they are. In this uneasy truce, and the guy, the two families have each given each other their eldest sons to their other's family to keep the peace. This oh. very Machiavellian. Of course, mm-hmm. the moms are behind it. Now we're into the seventh episode, and I would say that this season of Fargo, just like if you think about any of them, it starts out a little slow, laying out the chess pieces of the story. That's kind of what I heard from my kids. It starts snowballing. Okay. And last night was this. Well, last week was the first snowball, and it happened again this week. Something epic. I mean, one of the things the Minnesota nurse Orietta, who's just like a, a killer with a smile on her face and a penchant for baking, does something with macaroons, which is not to be believed. We're talking about Fargo, if you're just joining us, the new season with Chris Rock. Anyway, but uh, 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 something happens. I'm not going to say anything to it, but basically there's this... there's always a crooked cop who's trying to play both sides of the fence, right? We've seen this in these in Fargos, every, yeah. Fargo, yeah. lots of yes. different movies, right? And uh, um, Timothy Oliphant plays this, like, ranger from... He's like, uh, who, do, who do you call the guys that they go around and they try and find the people, the federal, the feds that people... Marshals. Marshals. He's mm-hmm. a U.S. Marshal. Thank you for 100. Um, <laughs> but he's Mormon, Woo! and he's... He could win supporting actor stuff because he's so against hype. He's so, but at one point he looks at the crooked cop played by Jack Houston and he says, careful son, even a gold coin only has two faces because this mm. guy is playing so many games. Right. So Loy, he is explaining to this crooked cop that the Italians are trying to make him behave like an animal with something they've set in motion. Okay. He said, you know, you get in the dirt and they get in the dirt and it's a trip, but it's a trap. And then, he, you know, his Loy's first-hand man says, listen, boss, kill or be killed, win or lose, it ain't complex. And here's where Loy gives this little speech. Okay. You know what I think? Every country has its own type criminal. In America, we got the confidence man, snake oil salesman, grifter. He don't rob you as much as trick you into robbing yourself. See, because in America, people want to believe. They got that dream. And a dreamer, you can fleece. And Wef, you know, the crooked cop just looks at him and says, I'm sorry. Oh, here it is. I don't understand. He wants me to kill his brother. 
And that's kind of this whole thing, you know, but it was just like this because this whole everything that's been set in motion and Chris Rock is like really devastated about something. And so he just I just am like, that is the episode that they can go ahead and submit for your consideration, because we never see Chris Rock in like such a gripping and he is so believable and good as this guy who's the head of this kansas city mob family i mean it's just incredible okay so you really get that you're watching him much like even you and mcgregor transformed in fargo last year last year playing Mm -hmm. the two twin brothers yeah it's a good and then the dialogue is uh, you're loving it oh yeah but when you say it's a slow ramp up Lori, this was the seventh episode this was the seventh episode but all i'm saying is every fargo kind kind of of, does the setup that way because it's always some machiavellian storyline with a little different chess pieces and as each episode comes together, then the pieces, right. that's kind of the brilliance, I think, of uh, Noah Hawley's storytelling right. on this show. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm, anyway, I've taped it, them all. Yeah. And FX airs on Hulu. It, mm-hmm. it like takes a couple of days. But I mean, that's, you know, I've had a couple of people tell me they think they're running out of things to watch on Netflix. Lori, so. that's such a smart <laughs> thing because I, I have, I've had a, a group of my Woodbury mommies, as you call yeah. us, were wondering what is everyone watching? Is there anything new? And one of the things I would say is, I'm going to look where you can find even the old True Detectives. Yes. That were on HBO. Those must be somewhere because of people course. are desperate. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Some There's new a stuff. lot. The Americans on FX, if you haven't watched yeah. that show, that's incredible. Yes. All right, listen, kids, we will be back. And everyone is loving the Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant. Jumped 20% in one week. It's undoing on All HBO. Right. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out with us. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.